0: This week, we have part two of our wild RV travel stories, plus a stabilizer comparison, the fresh tank, black tank, as always, and so much more. This is RV Miles.
1: RV Miles is sponsored by LL Bean, dedicated to helping you experience all the benefits of time outside and stay more comfortable while you're out there. From soft and breathable activewear designed to do it all, to just right layers perfect for changing weather, to sun-smart clothing that blocks the sun's harmful rays, every LL Bean product is made with comfortable time outside in mind. Visit llbean.com to shop now. LL Bean, be an outsider. Welcome to episode 221 of RV Miles. I'm Jason.
0: And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our three boys, have been crisscrossing North America since 2016 on one epic road trip. Here at RV Miles, we talk everything from industry news to our national parks and a whole lot more.
1: Excuse me while I take a sip of my (laughs) beverage out of my (laughs) RV Miles mug while I wear my RV (laughs) Miles camp t-shirt.
0: We have become those People, although I don't really know. <laughs> Note for the audio, which I'm totally stealing from the podcast because I absolutely love that they say that. If you are listening to this, we are decked out in, I guess, well, you are. Yeah. You are. Okay. Well,
1: I got a t shirt on. You guys, as I <laughs> mentioned, which,
0: which people appreciate. You so. can't
1: <laughs> see below my waist. I'm wearing sweatpants. I know. And you're wearing a nice LL Bean flannel, t- uh, but. You also have. I also have sweatpants, sweatpants on. Below. This is, <laughs> <We're> like,
0: <laughs> this is one of the great things about our job is that you know it's business from the waist up, but it's one hundred percent comfy from the waist down. <laughs> uh,
1: so I I thought we should start the show today uh, by thinking about and keeping in our thoughts all the people that have been affected by the storms uh, and tornadoes that just ripped through Lower Illinois, Kentucky. Uh, lots of people dead. Lots of people had their RVs destroyed. Um,
0: Four states, 250 miles, this tornado covered. That is unbelievable. We had
1: we had a real rough night of wind here, and mm-hmm. I feel so bad for like complaining about it because we barely slept. But then yeah. the next day you wake up to the news and see that people have lost their homes, thousands of people, lost their homes in their lives.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the way up here in western Illinois, we had torrential downpours that night, thunder and lightning. We had storms roll through, and some areas surrounding us had tornado warnings. We were thankfully okay. But yeah, then we did have some really heavy winds roll in, and it was a very, very long night because it was wind gusts, I think, somewhere up around 45 to 50 miles per hour, and it just was loud and cold but it was nothing compared to what thousands and thousands of people have experienced because of that storm and yeah. so you know we hope that if you are one of those and you are listening just know that we are thinking of you and we hope that as time goes on you're able to recover and rebuild yeah yeah
1: i went out at 4:30 in the morning and taped down our license plate because it was flapping in the wind and making noise that was keeping us awake
0: so, yeah do you want i
1: <laughs> first world problems there i know
0: i hesitate to say the sentence that came out of oh, your mouth God, before you go. <laughs> you tore out of here, but uh, you did tear out of here. And then uh, you said beepity beep beep beep, and went running down the hall. And then you open the door, you step out, and I hear oof, woof, and lots of noise. And I thought to myself, it's
1: four thirty in the morning. I hadn't slept a wink yet. And, and I, I, said, I go outside and I tripped over the the propane, the propane hose that goes to our Blackstone grill yeah. from our Quick
0: Connect. I didn't even need to ask you to know exactly <laughs> what had happened as soon as... I mean, even from inside, I heard it and I thought to myself, oh, oh Jason just tripped over the hose. And then uh, I thought, well, I hope you didn't break anything. And then you came back and I think on the way back, you tripped again. I did not trip again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so... You know, you came to bed and, uh, you told me, and I think you told me about it the next day and, uh. I did ask if you were okay first before I started laughing. Yeah, yeah, you
1: tend to do that. I do. Well,
0: I check in with you first, and then I start to laugh. But you're
1: clearly like holding (laughs) in a laugh while you're checking in with me, so...
0: Listen, okay, I mean, this is one of the things I love about you is that um, as soon as something happens in your life, you just almost completely forget about it. So you're the one who ran the propane hose. You are the one who uses the Blackstone. You would think maybe that you would be the one to remember that it's out there but you don't just like when we were at you in the morning no (laughs) sleep but you hadn't been asleep yet so you know you're still kind of awake
1: we're gonna do this one too oh we're
0: gonna do the other one too and so this is a week prior you had helped your dad put together a new treadmill your dad had gotten a treadmill at Costco and you guys spent hours that afternoon putting it together and so later that evening we were actually staying the night over there that night and so later that evening they have a, a bathroom that in order to get through you have to go through their music room which is where the treadmill was being assembled it was in the middle of the room uh-huh. and you had to use the restroom yes. and you know this is your childhood home yes. and so you I didn't turn the lights didn't... on
1: because I know the footpath so right
0: well. except for the fact that you didn't remember that there was a giant treadmill Assembled in the middle of this room Man. and you wiped out. I flew like
1: <laughs> 15 feet. I I hit that thing full on with my ankles, my shins, and I I did not touch it on the way down. I I went over and beyond it.
0: And what is what is absolutely amazing about you and this story is that there is the restroom is also part of their laundry room and there is a door that you have to cross through the music room yes, to get to <laughs>
1: Which was thankfully open because I flew right through it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so you oh no, look, now you're making my mascara oh, run.
1: Oh. Um <laughs> Now we're really getting uh, we're, into first world problems yeah, we're, here. Yes.
0: I so again <laughs> I don't know how you came out of both of these unscathed, but somehow, by the grace of everything, you were not hurt, and I don't think I have laughed so hard at something. I mean, after you told me about the treadmill, I didn't. I don't think I was even able to ask you if you were okay before I started laughing, because I just could imagine just you saying, <laughs> I can't even... Just sailing across the room. And the fact that you told me you landed in the laundry room, I knew what kind of feat of body twisting had to happen in order for that.
1: It was dark, so there was nothing intentional (laughs) about it. It just happened. Just
0: amazing. (laughs) Just amazing. This time of year seems to be a... um, Accident prone type of year of, of season for you, yes. So, yeah. fingers crossed, we mm-hmm. make it through to 2022 without any more incidents. Yeah, okay. All right, should we move? Should we are you move ready on? to move on we'll now? Move you on. are so yeah. ready to move on. Yes, yes. we can.
1: Uh, our friend Joshua Sheehan over at Gander Flight, uh, has put out a video recently that I found really interesting. I guess this sort of goes back to, um, wind and and dealing with uh stabilization of your rv not just for wind but for people walking around it we for have children
0: that <laughs> wow we, we have
1: children you know and up in their loft god bless them I've, they have a little bit more leverage to make the trailer go nuts up there i feel like
0: i feel like they launched themselves very similar to the way you launched yourself over a yeah <laughs>
1: But uh, Joshua did a comparison of uh, on a travel. Joshua has a travel trailer Mm -hmm. and um, he did a comparison of the electric leveling jacks, sort of the scissor jacks like we had on ours. Uh, and the the crank down type that you mm-hmm. can use a crank or a, a drill with to come down. There's four of them usually on a travel trailer. Um, and those are usually the more affordable ones. And it's a, what is so funny? You've got, you're trying to, oh, she's holding in a laugh here looking at me. Like, she just can't, she can't move on from where we were.
0: I'm oh, sorry. We might need to take a break.
1: Get it together. So he did a comparison of electric stabilizer jacks against those manual jacks and found that the manual jacks were, mu- and he's, he's using a level and everything and, and, and seeing and jumping back and forth in his trailer. And he found that the manual jacks are much, 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 much more stable than the electric scissor jacks, which makes a, a, a bit of sense to me now that I see it and think about how those scissor jacks work, because they're, they're actually not, they're, you know, the way they're connected to the RV is is much more in the center than on the outside edges like the the individual uh, stabilization jacks are. But then Joshua goes on to explain um, how you can make your own stabilization jacks, which a lot of people do uh, out of lumber. You can take lumber and you kind of cut notches in it and put it in an angle and you can put ratchet straps around it. Some people do sometimes to pull it together. Wow. And that can make your RV very, very, very stable.
0: I think... I have a project for you.
1: <laughs> you You're going to make me carry some lumber around, aren't you?
0: Well, I don't know. It depends on how much this trailer weighs right now. So
1: we'll link to that in the, in the show notes so you can check out Joshua's video there. Uh, and we're going to move on. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to... Uh, talk about some other people's mishaps <laughs> yeah. so that so that the spotlight can be removed from me.
0: I'm going to try to get it together so <laughs> that I can read some of these. And yeah, so we're just here to have a really good time today on this podcast. So we will be right back. Find your next camping adventure with the Spot Tonight app. Spot Tonight offers real-time visibility across numerous campgrounds available for immediate booking easy to use and free to download with spot tonight you can build a traveling profile share parks with friends via messaging and mark your favorite campgrounds travelers can search for specific parks that meet their exact needs for tonight and beyond no more blind searches in hopes of finding an available spot simply look book and go campground owners download the spot tonight app and see how your park can join a vastly expanding network for more information visit spottonight.com or simply download the app in the apple or google play stores look book and go with spot tonight Colder days are here and that means it's solo stove season and right now solo stove is having their biggest sale of the year. If you've been eyeing one of their low smoke fire pits now they are 30% off and that is until the end of 2021. In fact the entire solo stove store is on sale now. Camp stoves are buy one get one free. RV Miles listeners can save even more by heading over to RV Miles.com Slash Solo Stove and using the link and promo code. It's Solo Stove's biggest sale of the year, coupled with an extra deal from RV Miles. Head over to rvmiles.com Miles.com Slash Solo Stove to shop.
1: You know, a lot of people have been asking us this time of year, they always do. Uh, I've got family that camps a lot. What's a good gift to yeah. give them? And What I seem to come to every time right now is Solo Stoves marshmallow roasting sticks. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, they're way overkill. They're a lot more money than most people would ever spend on marshmallow. But they're a great gift because they're really high quality. They sort of, like, screw together. They're really strong aluminum. They also have um, fire tending tools. So you could either, Mm -hmm. if people don't like to roast over the fire... And, and But they like to have fires. The fire tending tools are great. You can get the kit that's both of those things that's about 110 bucks.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, that those are also on sale yeah. in the store. So if that's a gift you're thinking of someone. You know, we didn't really do a gift guide this year. Yeah. The whole season just got away from us. But we're always happy to kind of offer up suggestions when we can. And I think something... the,
1: the, the, the roasting sticks and the fire tools – together on sale are about $89 right now. Yeah,
0: it's a great gift for the holidays and then also we have that discount you can use too, so pop over there and check it out.
1: Okay, let's talk about some wild RV travel stories, shall we?
0: Yes. So, um, all of these come from the thread that is over in the RV Miles Facebook group which you can go over and join and add your story to if you would like because we had such a fantastic response to this mm-hmm. episode because it really did kind of humanize uh, a lot of what happens to all of us that, you know, often we don't want to share or we feel like this could not have possibly happened to anyone else. Well, Trust us, it does. So I think, you know, maybe sometime in the beginning of next year, maybe we'll revisit this again as we've done with like our myth-busting episodes. And... No,
1: I have read none of these. So you've, you've picked these, pulled yes. them out, and I am I'm yes. here to react.
0: You're... <laughs> you, are, you are here to react. I'm here for the them. color commentary. Yes, this is a, a role reversal a little bit today. Uh, so let's just dive right in. So uh, Brandon writes... We were laying around watching a movie when I heard it. A dreaded click. I opened the battery compartment and listen, nothing. I unscrew the panels under the cabinets and fridge, nothing. Converter, nope. I went next door. Our neighbor and friend was an RV mechanic. He checked the battery, the fridge, microwave, and water heater. Still nothing. Couldn't finish the movie. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't focus on anything because this click was sure to be a costly fix in my mind. Also, the interior is torn apart at this point. Didn't figure it out until the next day when I was cleaning and went to refill the scent diffuser. It was empty and clicking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I tore the whole nice. place
0: apart and all he needed... Was a little orange essence <laughs> little, 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 back in the diffuser. Little
1: doTerra, <laughs> <laughs> just
0: a little young living. So, all right. So this one comes from Jennifer, and uh, they write like funny, funny, or you can look back and laugh at it funny. Both are extremely acceptable. Uh, I think ours is still from our first year on the road, 2013. We were in Yosemite, and I had desperately been trying to see a bear. My husband was <laughs> <laughs> my husband was driving, and I squealed, "There's a bear!" <laughs> he got his wits about him, pulled over, and said, "Jen, that is not a bear. It's a German Shepherd <laughs> on a leash." <laughs>
1: <laughs> on a I feel, leash. I <laughs>
0: I feel like Jen and I would be best there's friends. There's not. I mean, there are I, there
1: are bear in, in Yosemite, but there, it's it, it's not like a, a, a super common occurrence uh, to see them.
0: <laughs> but clearly, seeing a German, <laughs> German shepherd is on leashes. Sure. You probably have a better chance of seeing a German yeah. shepherd on a leash yeah. than you do a yeah. bear. All right, so Zach writes. On our maiden voyage with our last RV, I thought for the whole drive that I had lost my power drill. We get there, and I'm setting up, and there I see the dang thing sitting on the rear bumper. By some miracle, it made it 100 miles down the road without bouncing off added to my checklist that's awesome (laughs) i this is i put this on here specifically because i knew it would trigger a story from you well i've got
1: how many do i have Uh, i mean where where do i start what year
0: do we want to start with
1: i'll start with the most recent one time (laughs) uh, we had stopped for lunch somewhere and i had left a a soda on this little (laughs) breakfast bar or this little coffee bar behind us Mm -hmm. and It it you know like a in a paper cup from a fast food restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it rode there for like a hundred more miles Mm -hmm. before we stopped again, and it was still sitting right there instead of spilled all over our floor.
0: Which uh, so can we also tell about the time that you drove for how long with your phone? (laughs) on the roof
1: so <laughs> we when we when we were building our school bus
0: do you all see a pattern with we Jason were, developing which is just absolutely adorable <laughs> when <laughs> we
1: were building our school bus we were building it out in hammond indiana
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh when we lived in chicago and it was about an hour drive to get there um and my phone rode on the roof of our minivan for that entire ride <laughs> down Lakeshore Drive in Chicago, yeah. and, and oh, stayed we there to the whole 50 way. Take fifty-five yes, to get out way. to ham-
0: No, ninety, whatever it was. I don't remember now. Just to yeah. get out there, and you yeah. know, you, the whole time, I remember you being like, "I think I left my phone. I think I left my phone, or whatever." Another and... time, I lost my <laughs> driver's license. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: never couldn't find my driver's license oh. for like weeks and weeks and weeks uh and i can't remember why but but i, I was opening the hood of our our minivan <laughs> and somehow my driver's license was under the hood of our minivan. I think the debit
0: card was there too we had already canceled and ordered a new one
1: No i think it was i think it was just my driver's license because i think have... what had happened Maybe my that's a different my story. guess is what happened No idea how it got there. But my guess is that I dropped it on the ground, somebody tucked it under our windshield wiper, (laughs) and I missed it and somehow it got under. That's the only thing I can think of. You
0: know, the only thing I don't think of yours we have ever been able to recover is, do you remember what, we had been married two days Three days when you lost your wedding ring over by the laundry. In no, we
1: had been married more than that.
0: No, 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 we had because we we were still at fourteen fifty four. We were still on that third floor apartment. We didn't have Ethan yet. It was just... I was taking... Dads.
1: This is, this episode is turning <laughs> into something else. I was taking laundry down, downstairs because we had... Our laundry was in the basement of this apartment building. So you A-pro- had to go... A, a,
0: another... Yeah. You building. had to go
1: outside, go down some stairs, out, out exterior stairs in the back, uh, down the porches, and then to like the base a basement door that was outside. And... Somehow, it the laundry winter. the laundry basket caught on my new wedding ring that I wasn't so used to wearing yet, and it it flipped it off of my finger and it just went I watched it go up and land in the snow somewhere. And I looked for it. hours and hours and hours and could never find it. Nobody
0: Got- stuck it in the windshield of yeah. our car for us to find <laughs> later on in the engine. So. <laughs> so my
1: wedding band ever since has been different. But.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, you and Zach are, are friends for life on that one. <laughs> so uh, Richard writes, uh, this summer we traveled from California to the Adirondacks and back. We booked a number of harvest host nights as well as stops with family and friends. But one night we were looking for a last minute RV park with hookups and found a really and found a likely place using the Allstays app. I called them and the guy sounded a little surprised by my inquiry. A little further in the conversation, he said, you do realize this is a nudist retreat, right? So I thanked him, and we went back to our apps and successfully found a more appropriate place. Uh, I thought about contacting Allstays to update their info, but I never got around to it, and I doubt I could find the place again. <laughs> so, so somebody else could have the so same thing. So be careful which icon <laughs> you click on. I just wish I could have been like a fly on the wall listening to that conversation, like the, the person at the nudist camp talking yeah. to our friend Richard here and just being like, Oh, you're just looking for an overnight at the Yeah. RV park. Why not? You know, (laughs) hey, listen, different strokes for different folks. Do what you got to do. You know, everybody should enjoy this lifestyle in their own way. All right, Elena writes. We were camping at a Pennsylvania State Park, and my sister-in-law was staying with us and using the dinette bed. She knew we were trying to conserve our water, so in the middle of the night, she went outside to use the bathroom. Well, I wake up to hear noises outside and think I'm being broken into and having a tug of war on the door with her and to not let her back in. (laughs) (laughs) think <laughs> I found it more funny than she did after the fact So her sister goes outside her sister yeah. wants to come back in. can you imagine the door shut? I feel like that's something. You know what? Honestly, Jason, if you didn't make so much noise when you go outside and trip on propane hoses and I hadn't known you were out there, I may have done the same thing. I may have locked you out. Let's
1: see if we can make the next one about me in some way.
0: (laughs) Did you even say the next morning you found some rocks in our bed? Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, I did
0: oh it's so so sweet okay uh the next one is from jerome we are new rvers we spent a long weekend at a private rv park in this cute little town in the cascade foothills we had been to this rv park before but we were parked in a different section where we were really close to our neighbors our uphill neighbor had a small travel trailer with a slide and there seemed to be so many kids around this trailer The first night we were there, we didn't really socialize much with them. But the next morning, I got an introduction to the trailer owner while I was setting up my sewer hose. The owner thought I was setting up my sewer hose because we were getting ready to go. But I explained that our gray was full and we were staying for the long weekend. And we just needed to have the hose out and hooked up so I could dump whenever I needed to. She apologized for the rowdy nature of their camping group. It was two families and all their kids. And I indicated that they didn't seem too rowdy to me and that all was well. Fast forward a couple of days, and we are both leaving the same morning. I'm doing my final takedown on my rig, which includes dumping my tanks. So I'm crouched down in my service bay, pulling valves and waiting for the contents to empty. And because of the lay of the ground from my crouched position, I can see uphill underneath their rig where they seem to be doing the same thing. Their sewer hose seems properly hooked up, but they are running it across a clear tote bin and then to the sewer hole. I'm just about finished with my dump and I'm getting ready to close my gray valve when I hear screeching children and yelping adults and look toward their rig and see the clear tote bin filling up with the contents of their black tank. TP, floaters, and all... The odor drifted my way, and even my wife, who was in our motor home and we had no windows open, commented on the odor and wanted to know what it was from. Apparently, they closed their black valve to stop the flow, but now they had a tote bin filled with sewage. What I can only assume was a failed sewer hose that was draped over the bin and possibly cracked open during the dump and a huge mess on their hands. As I'm disconnecting my equipment, I'm still crouched down in my service compartment and look toward the rig and notice a container of Clorox wipes being handed back and forth between the two adults, and there are various swear words and mumbling occurring. (laughs) Now, most RVers are helpful, sometimes too helpful, but in this instance, I didn't feel inclined to go over there and see what was up or offer assistance. I'm afraid they had to deal with this one on their own. I was about done with my service compartment and I looked over and the tote bin was empty and these folks were burning through Clorox wipes trying to get it sanitized. But let's be honest, the bin will never be the same again and should probably be chucked. Clor-
1: Clorox wipes. I mean, they're great for it. This, I love that. This just... is, this would be, it would be you two that would be like, we've got a bin of sewage and you would like oh, run no. in, you no, would no. run in and grab the Clorox oh. wipes like we're going to do something no. with that.
0: Jason, <laughs> this would not be me. I would never be able to look at that bin the same way again. It would not matter what we put in it. All I would see are parts of my children that I have no need to actually ever see. So, no. the chlor- like I, I, I have a lot of questions, obviously. And, you know, Jerome goes on to say that he has no idea exactly what happened. But he said it was one of the funniest things he's seen in a real long time. RVing and camping, I have a lot. I do. I have a lot of questions. So I put this one in here because I. I just it. left To me, me, it sounds
1: like maybe they had it draped over this bin because the sewer hose had a tiny little leak in it, and they were trying to catch it instead of going out and buying a new sewer hose. But that tiny little leak failed into be like an open sewer hose and pour it Uh, out
0: see my thought was maybe they were trying to elevate it you know how we have our Mm -hmm. little um what's that called
1: the what are those things called that elevate the sewer hoses yeah there's gotta be a name for those yeah i'm doing finger motions the accordion type thing yeah what
0: if you know what it's called just you know leave a a comment down in the the description sewer hose support sure
1: i think Um, that's what it's called
0: I thought maybe they were trying to replicate mm. that. Mm, maybe. And what happened was, you know, maybe they had two pieces connected there in the middle and just the weight busted the connection.
1: Check your sewer hoses though. So anything can happen at any time. I, you don't don't use an old sewer hose. Just get a new one. I mean Just buy a new one every year. Just just out of hand.
0: I'm just trying to <laughs> just trying to wrap my head around without wrapping too much of my head around the visual of this whole thing and then i i i do i ha- how did they where did it go where
1: did it go i assume I assume, I assume the... they poured it down the hole
0: and how but... full was it? <laughs> Like, who had to carry that? You'd, there's so many. I have so many questions. This is one of those things where you think, what happened at the campsite before I got into it? Because Mm-mm. did it get slapped around a little bit? I mean, and then, yeah, I'm sorry. There'd be no Clorox wipe in that. That got to go. I would still Clorox wipe it down just out of respect for the trash can that I have to, the dumpster I have yeah. to go put it in. Or the recycling bin, or whatever, just for smell factor. But I would not, even if that's where we kept the sewer hose, because I'm guessing that's what that was 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 where they put their sewer yeah. hose and stuff. Yeah. No. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, those are our uh, those are our wild travel stories for this week. Uh, you can find all of them and the rest over in the RV Miles Facebook group.
0: Yes, and if you have one to share, we would absolutely yeah. love to hear it because these are uh, they're just kind of gems in sometimes what seems like a really perfectly uh, coiffed world. And I'll
1: have some sort of story of my own to compare it to, and, you know. <laughs>
0: Hey, listen, okay. We've had a lot of me stories on uh-huh. this show, yeah. most recently, how you enjoyed the story of like why I was questioning where they had lined the whole road yeah. here with little flags. I thought some electrical work was gonna be done, yeah, you know, so we've had we've had some me stories yeah. on this show that,
1: yeah you know we're gonna bring up some more in the future oh though.
0: boy oh boy i'm in trouble now <laughs> let's take a break while well, you know what it's all right you'll forget
1: we'll be back <laughs> in a minute with our fresh tank black tank segment
0: be right back <laughs>
1: Electrical surge protection is one of the cheapest insurance policies you can provide for your RV. And the Power Watchdog Smart Surge Protector, made by Hughes Auto Formers, beats the competition with field-replaceable surge modules. With other brands, when the surge protector takes a large surge or a spike, you have to throw it away. The Power Watchdog can be brought back to life with one small, affordable part you can replace yourself. They'll even give you a free surge module in the first two years, and they now have a limited lifetime warranty. Use the coupon code RVMILES, all one word, for 10% off your order at hughesautoformers.com. That's code RVMILES for 10% off at hughesautoformers.com. Winter is here, so if you're prepping for the winter off season, whether you own a motorhome, a travel trailer, or a truck camper, EmpireCovers.com is here to help you protect all your vehicles against mother nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect Every cover comes with a free multi-year warranty to guarantee it remains durable over time. If you're not in need of a full cover, Empire has just launched a line of RV rooftop covers that keep the roof of your RV clean and protect it from UV rays. Listeners can receive free shipping and 60% off the original price of their cover order. Visit empirecovers.com slash rvmiles or use promo code MILES60 at checkout. EmpireCovers.com. Protect what you love.
0: So, those are two other, I think, really great gift ideas, especially with Empire Covers having that 60% off. And then with Hughes, I mean, we've been talking Power Watchdog for years now, mm-hmm. and we have the one that's permanently. Yeah, we now installed. have the hardwired
1: yeah. Power Watchdog. Um, and I'm back and forth on whether I like the plug-in one or the or the uh, yeah. the hardwired one better. The hardwired one is certainly easier to deal with once you get it wired in. It takes mm-hmm. a bit to wire it in. And if you don't have that kind of electrical experience, even if you do, it can be a, it can be a little challenging because those... Those 50-amp wires are big and stuff. But what is nice about the portable power watchdog is that, A, if you change RVs, you still have it. Yeah. Uh, But, B, you can check the electrical at a particularly difficult-to-get-into site before ever backing into it, which can be really convenient. However... Those things are expensive, and it's open to being perhaps stolen if you don't lock it down. So mm-hmm. there are pluses and, and minuses, but um, if you're looking to give somebody a gift, I wouldn't go with the hardwired one. I would give them the kind you plug into the pedestal. Yeah, absolutely, but it's a it's a great great option. And a, a cover for your RV is is something if you want to particularly if you want to give yourself to, a gift this winter Who might doesn't? be a good thing to do.
0: In fact, I just saw our friends the Armsteads just got a ton of snow and rachel sent me a picture of because they're in their vacation rental right now she sent me a picture of all of the snow in oregon and then the beautiful covered fifth wheel waiting for their return (laughs) when all the snow goes away all
1: right it's time to check the level of our tanks abby do you want to begin this week with what's in your black tank
0: i will so i've doing myself actually for my black tank. And it's not at all RV related. Shocking. I know I don't tend to stay in the RV lane on this show. Uh, but I am, I, for those who don't know, I am 42 years old. And I am a 42 year old human being who does not know how to curl her hair. Okay, <laughs> like I, so I, uh, if you know, if you're watching, you'll notice that I put some curls in my hair. I, it took me 45 minutes and I didn't do it all. I won't move my head so you can't see the back, but there I am. I, and I decided, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. I don't understand. I I see. I love, it's so beautiful. When I was little, I dreamed of having naturally curly hair. I wanted naturally curly hair. I always thought. Yeah. And the
1: curly, curly hair. (laughs) I know. Dream of straight hair. (laughs)
0: Grass is always greener. I know my friend Brooke has naturally curly hair. She's always wanted straight hair. I just looked at myself in the mirror today and I was like, why can't I figure out which way I'm supposed to roll this barrel? And this is the same as I can't uh, raise one eyebrow, I can't blink, I can't roll my tongue. Like, I just don't have that what you need in your DNA strand in order to be able to do those things. And I think I'm missing something to be able to, to curl my hair. So like I, I'm done. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of like five ounces of weight in here because I'm fine with I'm, me. I'm chucking the curling iron. All just, right. like, yeah. <laughs> you, this is so out of your depth. Let's move on to know, your fresh tank. <laughs> it's so out of your depth of being able to talk about. But I know that there are people out there. Who are feeling this right now.
1: Should we get rid of the iron? Because you don't know how to use that either.
0: No, that's why I have you. If we get rid of the iron, who's (sighs) going to iron our
1: clothes? What's in your fresh tank this week?
0: So my fresh tank goes to... And this might be a little unpopular, but I actually... I I am a a big fan of it and fully support it. So one of the things that we talked about in uh, this weekend's news video was that Arches National Park is moving to timed entry in 2022 for their busy season, I think April through October. And there are a few other parks that are going to start doing this. And, you know, Zion now has, uh, you have to have, um, for Angels Landing, you have to have a permit to hike it Mm -hmm. now. And all all of these things are happening over at Rocky Mountain National Park. I 100% support these changes. I 100% support timed entries. Um, we have seen, and I, I know that they're frustrating, and I know that it requires a lot more planning, and it may even mean that, you know, we might not get into a park or something. But you have to remember, yeah. there's also, it's only from like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. or whatever. It's,
1: well, it's at Arches, it starts at 6 a.m., so you have to get there before 6 if you don't want to. But we've never been to arches but the problem there from everyone we've talked to about the situation there is that they they'll shut down the parking lot like a hundred days a year Mm -hmm. they'll shut down entrance because the parking lots are full so you get people waiting in line for like miles to get in and their vacation days are already ruined because of that so people want to have the, the serendipity travel they want to be able to just go wherever they want to go and and that's that's understandable but the problem is you're already not getting that when you go to arches so the ability to plan now and be able to reserve your entry if you get in would be great now the issue i have though i do have one big issue with what is happening with some of this stuff and and i'm not quite sure how they're doing that at arches yet but the permits at zion for for the angels landing Mm -hmm. hike this is the way it's done you pay $6 to Recreation.gov to enter the lottery. Yeah. And then if you win the lottery, you pay like another $10 permit fee. You're So you're paying that $6 to enter the lottery and you might never get that money right, back. So
0: every time you want to enter, you're paying the $6. Yeah. So I will take, because we've actually, we've talked a little bit about this. If you listened to the last... Uh, news from the parks episode, either on the America's National Parks podcast or over on the RV Miles YouTube channel. Then you know we talked a little bit about some of the permit prices that are are being raised and some of you know these changes. I'll take. The money section out of this because some of it does feel like a very blatant money grab in a way that is only designed i think is is falls on deaf ears because it's designed to immediately tick people off Mm -hmm. in the way that it's happening and i i think there's a a big disconnect there and i just am focusing solely on the protection yeah well i I, I don't have doing this i don't have an
1: issue with charging for people People for the resources that are required, you know, there are a lot no, of ranger resources either. that go into Angels Landing hike, and but, but I don't but, think
0: you should have to pay six dollars every time no, to you enter should, the lottery. You should you pay the, pay per- you the you permit.
1: permit. You pay the permit fee. You should pay the permit fee to to get into the lottery, and you should get a refund if you don't get selected.
0: Or if it's a question of needing to build into the system programming that can do this and and all that that goes into then you you pay a one-time entry fee, but it gives you unlimited ability to go into the lottery yeah i mean know? the problem or is that people
1: just really they do this the same thing that everybody says they try to get there we don't know which day we're going to do yeah. angel's landing so we're going to try to reserve it for 14 so, days
0: okay so then you know, they're trying to keep people from abusing the system in that way similar yeah. to how we've seen with some campgrounds and stuff there are just like that. ways so, to
1: do that that aren't money related
0: yes and i think the unfortunate thing is, is um this all seems to be happening so fast because uh for whatever reason, even though there's a lot of data to support that our parks didn't just explode because of COVID, that this has been a growing, really since the big push of the 100 years back in 2016, that this has been a growing trend. So all of a sudden now, what's happening is that the National Park Service has become reactive as, as opposed to proactive, and so they're quickly trying to implement these things, Well and it's 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 a mess. This is a
1: good segue into my black tank. Um, if, okay, if we just go for it, if we may, uh, I just want to pull this up so I can so I can read it. Um, there's a change coming to uh, one of our favorite campgrounds on Earth, Fort Pickens, and um, it's a little ambiguous right now. But the first text of this. The new rule at Fort Pickens campground out on out on the islands um, in Pensacola, gorgeous, gorgeous spot. We and... have
0: been advocating this campground for for this campground and going to this campground as RVers for. Five years. Lots
1: and lots of campsites uh, wide open. It's great. Such sad news. We've also always been telling people it's a great campground for big rigs. Yes. So Uh, we did. I
0: think we have talked about our experience as a big rig.
1: What got posted on their website uh, or on the recreation.gov page for Fort Pickens and several people sent this into us was it originally said this maximum combined RV and vehicle length starting in 2022 in January will be 32 foot and maximum height is 12 foot meaning the truck and the trailer together has to be 32 foot now uh, a a half ton pickup truck is like 19 feet long Mm -hmm. 18 feet long uh meaning that the trailer itself would then have to be what 14 feet long which how many trailers out there are 14 feet long and uh and the 12 foot height means No fifth wheels, basically, Mm -hmm. and uh, very few Class A's. Mm -hmm. So now... That makes
0: no dang sense.
1: It looks like they have changed that on the website. Now, it doesn't say the thing about the length restriction. Because it goes on to talk about how... It, uh, how the the campsites are very small and difficult to get into, and you have to be an expert to back up in them and stuff like that. No. That has not been our experience in the many times we have been we have visited Fort Pickens. No,
0: it has been a few years since we've been there, yeah. so maybe they've done and something. I, but I don't. I think do so. know that
1: they have changed the main road in the park quite a bit. Uh-huh. that road has washed out so many times with hurricanes yeah. and tropical storms, and it they have redone it a little bit. And that that might be a, a bit of the length thing. But they've removed the length thing again. So now it just says on the website, 12-foot maximum height, which cuts out virtually all fifth wheels and most Class A motorhomes. So
0: this comes down to...
1: It's a national park. I mean, they don't want to trim the trees for larger vehicles. I guess I can sort of understand that in some ways. But this is a campground that's always been a campground. This is not like this this campground know. is very very um modernized it's a nice campground it, it it's i mean we're talking really cutting this down to very small rvs right now and there there might be a lot more reasons going into it that i don't know about uh i just i i'm just annoyed with i'm not annoyed at the national park service about it i'm just annoyed that we can't go there anymore because i love it so much
0: all right so what is in your fresh tank this week all right
1: so this is a this is a very positive story from national park i gotta open this up to to read it but um please prepare your tissues because i just I, i don't know if i'm gonna be able to handle reading this um so this comes from npr it was every kid's worst nightmare while on a hiking trail in the fall of 2020 Five year old Naomi Pascal lost her beloved teddy bear. Naomi and her parents, Ben and Addie, were walking on the Hidden Lake Trail in Montana's Glacier National Park in October of 2020 when they lost Naomi's beloved bear named Teddy. Teddy was just not any bear. Teddy was the first gift Naomi's parents gave to her before her adoption. It was 2016 and she was still living in an orphanage in Ethiopia at the time. She had Teddy before she ever met us, Ben said in an interview with NPR. Ben and Addie Paschal had high hopes for the bear turning up in the days following the hike, but that didn't happen. And because they went on the hike near the end of the season, days before major snow was expected, time soon ran out. Despite checking constantly with rangers and the lost and found, Teddy's whereabouts remained a mystery, and the Paschal family had no chance but to return home to Wyoming without the bear. It wasn't until a random encounter the following year in October 2021 that everything changed. A friend of the family who was visiting the park happened to see Teddy sitting on the dashboard of a park ranger's truck. They weren't even looking for the bear. They just happened upon him. As it turns out, the ranger who monitors actual bear activity came across the teddy bear earlier that year after snow melted and was unaware of the backstory, but still felt compelled to not throw it out instead he kept it, and Teddy rode with him in his truck as an unofficial mascot. The family friend who spotted Teddy was able to get into contact with Park Rangers, who then made sure they were able to get the bear sent back home again.
0: oh
1: yeah. That's so, so- so, October 6th, nearly a year after Teddy was lost, Naomi, now six years old, was reunited with her bear, and unsurprisingly, Naomi was ecstatic to have her friend back.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That is too much. As parents of, of children who have deep connections and very deep deep love for their stuffed mm-hmm. animals i mean could you imagine no especially really <laughs> <gone
1: missing? laughs> or the, or you know the real one's type... i Rui. Rui. i mean
0: that's very similar so henry in that same vein henry has a, a little rue mm-hmm. stuffed animal from winnie the pooh from winnie the pooh rue and uh it was given to him by his brothers they
1: picked it out for him as his first gift and brought it to him in the hospital. Yeah, he was he in was... the NICU. Um, Henry spent two weeks in the NICU before, you know, coming back to us. So
0: that um, was it was real special
1: to him. Big... And Henry has been very close to that.
0: Yeah. And it was the first time they'd ever met him. It was days after he had was born mm-hmm. before they were able to see him. And they came in holding it, each holding a little arm of Rue, walked it into him and it yeah. stayed in his yeah. cradle with him the whole time he was in the NICU so I it is so uh there are just some things and I'm sure as much as it was devastating for the little girl I'm sure it hurt the heart of those parents just as much and so to have that back is just so special
1: So on that note, I think that's a a good note to end the show on.
0: I do, too. I think that's a beautiful note to wrap up. So thank you so much for joining us on this very fun-filled episode. If you have any questions for Jason and I or want to share a story, head over to the RV Miles Facebook group. We would love to chat with you there. And we just want to remind you of a quick few things before we depart for the day. And that is, please, if you're headed over to Amazon, please take us with you to start at amazon.com slash shop slash rv miles and of course we have the all new rv miles merchandise store you can pick up your own mugs you can pick up a t-shirt a hoodie whatever and we would love if you go over and check out this brand new collection just start at merch.rvmiles.com to see everything and until next week as we get close to i think two more episodes before the end of the year and then 2022 is here all right, well, please stay safe, keep a hold of your stuffed animals, and keep logging those RV miles. Bye, everybody. Bye.